love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered <laughs> Sorry. Tell me you were recording during that I was Alright, awesome <laughs> So are we good? Yeah, we're All good Alright, let's start with that Alright Uh Hello and welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might get you murdered. Yep. The podcast that reminds everyone that anything you ever wanted in this life can and probably will turn into a huge dumpster fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Aaron Black. With me, as always, is Nicholas Control Freak Luna. Zip zap boop boop. And Osa, <laughs> all that jelly and no toast schmeal. Schmurl, you still fucked it up, man. <laughs> but, do you, but do you like your nickname, though? <laughs> no, what is it again? All that jelly with no toast. All that jelly. With... Sure, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, that was good, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw training day last night, and there's a part where it was like all that jelly and no toast, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means, <laughs> but that is Osa's new nickname, and we're gonna shorten it to Jelly. You're just Jelly now, all right? Nice. All right, cool. That works for me. Um, so, uh, uh, some real quick house cleaning shit uh, mm. before we jump into it. Um, whoever is the person who made the signs uh, to get to the J train from World Trade Center, fuck you! Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! Fuck you, you suck at your job! I bet it was like nepotism. I bet you were like the nephew of Andrew Cuomo. And I'm happy. I'm happy of the dickhead shit that's happening to your uncle. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> did you, did you get on the wrong train or something? No, it was like 30 minutes walking up the track and back the track. And, and all the signs were like, this way to the J train. I've had that happen before. And not, not even at that at a different station going to a different train. It was... Oh my god, it was yeah. so bad. Yeah, I've had uh, that happen before. I yeah. Feel your pain. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, but that's it. That's about all the stuff we have to. Uh... Oh yeah. Also, um, our website loveisamazing.com has the newest episode. Well, if let's not get ahead of ourselves. Follow right. us on Instagram at loveisamazingpodcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, screw you, whoever makes the signs at World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, sign guy mm-hmm. or woman or person. Yeah, whoever you are, fuck you. <laughs> sign person. Fuck S- you. Sign person, you are canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I thought I thought that w- bit was gonna go off better. So now I feel a little dumb of what I just said. Well, I hope you. I hope it. You know, helped get it all out. I yeah. did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And, and possibly that person could have been listening to the show right now. Doubt I hope it. so. No, I mean whoever that person is, it is probably a very like, low possibility of that happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm like pretty... about like one in four billion. Yeah, if there's anyone listening right now, they're probably like, "Ugh, I hate this show already," and have yeah. already turned it off. But it, but it really is honestly, it, it, it's like it doesn't make any sense. There's like several different arrows going in all different directions. Go this way. Go this way. This is where the downtown J is. This is where the platform is. Hey, Jamaica Center. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. Ah, fuck you. Just kidding. It's the other way. No, 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 no. It's in the elevator. Get in the elevator. You want to go in an elevator? <laughs> I don't want to go in an elevator in the World Trade Center. It's just a bad idea. No, go in the elevator. You know? 
Just son of a bitches. All right. Anyway, let's get let's get into it. Uh, this is a this is a great case. Um, you know what's great about this case? Uh, it's like it, most cases we do, like the the source documentary. They're all like, you know, uh, so you stay tuned because like. Was it the uncle? And then 20 minutes later, it was like, it was. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. And you're like, woohoo. But this one actually has a couple twists in it. Twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little twist attorney. So, um. You want and, a little twist attorney? A little that's twist better. attorney. The twist attorney. Twist attorney. The twist attorney. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? You go for it. I will support you. I will support anything you want with that character. I'll support you, but I'm not involved Uh, with a twist attorney. Well, no, it's a side character. Are you talking about, like, maybe it's like a a 1950s, like, Back to the Future, like, doing the twist? Like, I'm an attorney. Can we have something where... The they, twist they c- attorney and mystery salt are involved. Uh yes. Our good friend mystery salt. Well, yeah, like the twist attorney delivers the twist during the trial, unbeknownst to even his own client. And everybody goes. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like. Yeah. I, I like it. It's. Yeah. It's brilliant. I'll support you. <laughs> so, um, okay. So this, uh, the source material, Killer Bods, season one, episode three, fit for murder. Uh, we start, uh, you know, uh, curtains up. It's the 1980s. It's the fitness craze. Leg warmers, baby. So, yes. It's, you better work. <laughs> so it's a bunch of spandex, headbands, leg warmers. I mean, really fun shit that I never got an opportunity to wear unironically. And that's yeah. a bummer. That uh, is a bummer. I thought about that too. Yeah. <laughs> Leotards. You know, didn't you have um, oh, stir, I'm sorry. stirrup pants? I don't even know what that what, is. What but is those, are, those are like pants. the leggings that have the thing that go underneath your foot. Oh. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that sounds convenient. I remember having those like when I was a child in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to ask, Aaron? Well, I was going to say, did you ever have. Did you ever wear a pair of running shorts that were like super tight where like if you weren't careful like your nuts would have been hanging out or something Uh, yes i wore those for a bit you know Mm -hmm. i remember Mm -hmm. like wearing a pair of shorts and i was like who are these and i think emmy was like oh those are nicks i do (laughs) i do not know what happened to them so don't ask that Uh, makes sense to me nick could pull off a short short yeah like they were like you know just you had to be vigilant the entire time you're wearing them. If you, for a second, like, looked at something else, all of a sudden, your dick and balls would have been, like, out for the world to see. Like, you had to be... It was <laughs> it was crazy, you know? Yeah. However, if you were running, you were fine. So... Yeah, the like, somehow the motion of the run helps keep them... Yeah. In a way, it was a, it was a bathing suit with, like, the, you know, the underwear that was already, like you know, um, what do you call it? Like sewn into the the built-in. Oh, I know what shorts you're talking about. We need to stop. So so many many people are not listening anymore. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, the guy's name is Tim Todd. That is our uh, protagonist? Anti-hero. All right. Uh, Anti-hero. Oh, 
yeah, we don't want to give. Main character. I broke my own rule. All right. So, yeah, main character, Tim Todd. Um, Tim Todd was a big dude. 230 pounds, 6'7", pure muscle. Fuck. Snappy dresser, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He Um, was swole. Men wanted to be him, and women wanted to be with him. And that's mm. what some guy said. That's what someone said on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know true. What? I'm gonna believe him. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and but oh, so, right, he was a good-looking nude. He's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Big muscles don't really do it for me. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just about to say the thing that like <laughs> that I yelled at Nick for saying, so I'm not gonna say it. All right, come gutter. You know, <laughs> he he calls the V's on the guy's torsos cum gutters, which I never heard before. In fact, I even think we had this argument before. It's possible that he made it up. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Uh, I don't know. What but do you mean you don't know? It. You said it. You were the yeah, one who told I've me it. I've heard it somewhere. I've heard it somewhere. <laughs> All right. But anyway, he had great cum gutters. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tim Todd basically became obsessed with bodybuilding but you know i i think i think it was more like he was just a jack dude to begin with um so tim also had uh a very interest well not interesting but like a yeah interesting beginnings i guess or not interesting but but his the way he grew up fit the way he was in the story Mm -hmm. right he um grew up in a town you can't make this shit up. Herculaneum? Her- Herculaneum, which was... Missouri. The, yeah, the uh, Greek name of Hercules. Uh, the Romans changed it just to Hercules because it was easier to say. Well, there you go. Nick facts. Nick, Nick facts. facts. <laughs> <laughs> you read that under a bottle cap somewhere? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. What's the Latin name? Uh, Greek and Latin are different, right? It, I it, no it is. I guess the Latin name would be Hercules. Wasn't one of them planets like Hercules is like Mars in some... You know what? Yeah. No, but yes, <laughs> all the planets are different between Greek and Roman. Oh, so stop us! <laughs> yeah. This is going to go on. Do your job! <laughs> and stop me, Nick, from... Taking this podcast uh, and burying it in the fucking crown. You guys, it's already there. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> and this, this episode is just gonna it's gonna go on for three fucking hours. You know you guys, what? It won't tell, though. It won't though because won't we're though, gonna because get on topic now. You guys are gonna fucking do this. Go. <laughs> watch this. Aaron, All right. Tell us what happens. So anyway, a population of uh two thousand three hundred people. Two thousand three hundred. Uh <laughs> Tim, uh, Tim Todd left his mark. He was a varsity athlete. He was very, he was, he was, uh, just, just like a built dude. He was like, you know who he was? He was Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah. That's, that's who he was to a T. Yeah. No, uh, Ben Affleck, whatever. So anyway. Oh yeah. That's also who he was yeah. to a T. He's somewhere between <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and Ben Affleck. So he was, he, and he was, he was voted most handsome, uh, mm-hmm. most talented, mm-hmm. just, just a very charismatic guy. Charismatic. Yeah. Like the ladies loved him. Yeah. So yeah, much just so like, like 
Just like a high school superstar to a T. Like Yeah, and he's he's like the type of guy that people would be like, Oh, he's just gonna plateau in high school. But yeah, the, yeah. But, but, but then he didn't. I was just gonna say that he's like the type of guy that you would think peaks in high school. Yeah. But however, being um, you know, a, a big swinging uh dick in high school uh didn't didn't um shield him from tragedy when he was 15 years old unfortunately his father died in 1972 of a heart attack after like they had been wrestling no well no, that just... has nothing to do with it <laughs> they said the two side by side and in the reenactment they made it seem like the wrestling killed him you they didn't you you just you just like it's it's almost like you don't watch the episode or I like you watch, watch I... you watch it but you put shit in there in your own mind you just like put in scenes that never happened <laughs> you know like like no, he, they said that every now and then they would do a push-up contest, and that was it. And that they like that they liked to wrestle because you know they were trying to be yeah. like he, he was trying to show his dad that he's like the most manly man now or whatever. Yeah. Um, a little healthy competition between yeah, the no, boys. Yeah, nothing wrong with okay, it. I'm sorry. Had I'm nothing sorry, to do I with didn't... his death. <laughs> it had a little bit to do with his. No, death. <laughs> it definitely did not. So, um. So anyway, but this is kind of like the impetus for him to kind of be a health nut, mm-hmm. basically. Be, you know, an Adonis. An Adonis, yes. I got Adonis blood. Because his dad was pretty young when he had the heart attack, the right? 50s, he was in his 50s. Yeah. So like like, like with anybody, it would put like a, you know, an impression on him. Right. Um, so anyway, after college, he settled in a town about five miles away uh, called Festus, Missouri. Festus. And then the F on the wa- uh, water tower for Festus is in like some biblical font. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Festus for the restus. Yeah. The Festivus. It was, it was straight up. You know, they were in the uh, uh, Bible uh, belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like Bible suspenders. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I grew up in the Bible. It belt. was a joke, and I didn't make it quick enough. All right, mm. so, uh, yeah, so we, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. that's a fact. But it didn't rub off. No, it didn't. You, you fucking infidel, heathen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Heretic. You know, if if you keep on rejecting the blood, you'll never be saved. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about <laughs> yeah. that. So, uh, after college, he settled in uh, Festus, about five miles away, and he ended up becoming a police officer, which made sense for his size. Because mm-hmm. he was big as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much could beat the shit out of anyone, I'm sure. 100%. And, uh, but he seemed to be fair. Yeah. A gentle giant, if you will. Yeah, but yeah, the, the cops were like, if there was like a street fight and then this dude shows up, very often the fights would stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... His boss, the chief of police, was a dude named Bill uh, Pagano. P A G A N O. And Bill Pagano, he wasn't as big as Tim Todd was, but he was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a very powerful man. Had very lot, powerful. Lots of influence. Mm-hmm. Became the chief chief of police at 27 so that's pretty that's young, young as fuck youngest guy in missouri history i believe they said 
I think they might have said that too. Okay, so yeah. I'm not just making up things. But also... <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but like also, they might have said that just for Jefferson County, Missouri. Oh, that, that's accurate too. No, I think they said all of Missouri. I don't know. I s- yeah, who knows? Just I don't remember, so I can't weigh in here. Yeah, but yeah whatever. And I, and I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, and you should. <laughs> I mean, we should. We should all just say like the way we should. He we was should, young. He was twenty-seven. That's young. We should never, never kind of settle on like an a right answer. We every disagreement we ever have, it should just be us three being like, someone might be right. Out of the three of us, <laughs> someone might be right. That makes for good content, right? Exactly, because, like, honestly, who the fuck knows? You know? like we Apparently somebody, they made a television show We barely it. do research. True. Yeah, so, yeah. so let's all keep everything we think open-ended. Everything. Perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm glad except, we came to that agreement. Except, like, the who died stuff. We could, okay. we, we could yeah, have we opinions on that. Yeah, we can't really change that one. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, so anyway, he, uh, uh, Pagano, Bill Pagano, uh, you know, very successful, very young. However, not exactly a big hulking guy. He was actually considered, you know, kind of short and fat. A little portly. Yes. It kind of a Danny DeVito vibe. A little bit, yeah. I don't think it was that small, and they always, but yeah. Like, the reenactment, like, showed him, like, smoking a cigar He was constantly. always smoking a cigar. Always. Yeah. Um, but, regardless of being um, vertically challenged, he had money, he had influence, he had fancy suits, he ate at the best restaurants, which, you know, it's Missouri. Yeah, right. <laughs> he ate at the fanciest restaurants yeah, uh, in Missouri. Yeah, this is like the greatest cheeseburger diner I ever... Yeah, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, want me to impress you? Come over here. Get anything you want. You know, the yeah. best the best grilled cheese in town. Pagano. Pagano. Hey, I'm Todd Pagano. <laughs> That's a that's a great impression. I'm sure that's exactly what he sounded like too. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Picano. Could I have your autograph? Get, Get out of here, kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Like cool. It. Well, subtle. Do you got the voice? All right. More act outs. More act outs with Vosa. That could be that could be like a theme song. Act outs with Vosa. Vosa. Anyway. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Any chance I, I get an opportunity to do a little little voice here and there, little accents. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, yeah, and then she was like stabbed in the face and she sounded a little bit like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, so painful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lord. Oh, oh God, if we ever do, please do, please pick out an Australian case sometime. I will have a ball. Oh, I know, I know a really good one. We'll do it next week. Perfect. Um, so, uh, but he was very charming, very well known. Uh, you know, and he basically wanted to become the head honcho in Jefferson County. Now, um, Tim thought the world of Bill Pagano. Like, so it, it really quickly became this father-son relationship. Bill was the dad, Tim was the son. Right? Todd. Tim? No, the the full guy's full name is Tim Todd. So Tim but I'm just Ho. gonna call him oh. Tim. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So confusing. No, it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But f- from now on, I'm just going to say Tim and Todd. Got it. I, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> from now on, I'm just going to say Bill and Tim. Bill and Tim. Bill, Bill and, and Tim. Tim. Bill and Tim. Bill, Bill and Tim. old fat guy. Tim, strong, muscle, younger guy. dude. Okay. So, but, but, so they had a quick, you know, the, uh, the quick bond there. And also remember that Tim grew up without a father. So he was like looking for that. There was yeah. a little vacuum there. He was like, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, can you be my father? <laughs> no, just pretend. Just hug me and just just say just say that you're my father. Yeah. Just hug me and say that you're my father. Can, can, let's have a push-up competition. <laughs> What's my curfew? Yeah. So, uh, five years later, um, Bill is uh, dis- sees like a very lucrative venture where he's going to start a high-tech private privatize security firm and he decides to take uh tim with him yeah i wondered like how much of a demand a private security firm in like central missouri would be yeah no me too yeah who knows yeah and it was just one of those things that you know you know we're we're watching a half an hour id (laughs) show so you know that's and that's all we're gonna do folks uh you know, if if you're looking for someone to like really get in there and like you know well, do well, some detective works, isn't, wrong podcast. Isn't Jefferson City the capital of Missouri? Um, find out if Jefferson City is in Jefferson County, Missouri. And while you do, we're gonna keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So he starts a he starts a lucrative high tech uh, security firm, and he brings Tim with him right uh the short name for the firm is ssi security scientific security incorporation i like to play the acronym game so let's do that with ssi um super smart industrialists um ssi yeah um sucky shitty um Inches. SSI? SSI. Stupid, shitty, <laughs> inbred. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is a game? Yeah. This is a game? I don't, I don't see the point. There is no point. Anyway. Lo- Superstar Intercourse. There Ooh, we go. That's the best one yeah, she wins. That's the best one. Uh, Jefferson City is in Cole County. Cole County. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... so. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no one wins. Uh, no, no, no. Also wins. Uh, um, no one wins in no this podcast. Wins. Yeah. That should be the name of this podcast. No one wins. No one wins. You know, even if you get away with murder, you're still going to die at the end of your life. So who cares, yeah. right? All right. So, uh, so they start this uh, company, and Tim becomes the chief of operations, mm-hmm. which I guess is like the head honcho he's the number two guy yeah he's kind of like the face of the corporation Mm -hmm. and uh by the late 80s um they have this like really solid father-son relationship and by 1988 tim is 31 years old and he's just 
crushing it, crushing it. So not only does he have this high-paying job, but in 88, he also opens a fitness center, right? So, mm-hmm. so he has a, like a side business now, which is for anybody else, like their full-time job. But he just does it as a side business. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he works out constantly. So it does make sense for him to just own a gym. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it totally 100% makes sense that he'll do that. It, what's crazy, though, is like for anyone else... That would be, like, their full-time life ambition. Yeah. And he was just like, I'll just do this. I'll just do this on the side. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess what what ended up happening, there was space that came available, and he turned it into what he called um, American Health and Racquetball Club. And apparently the space was massive, and it was, like, inside a mall. Mm-hmm. Inside a mall. So, so super And it was easy the only gym to. in town. Only gym so. in town. No competition whatsoever. Yep. Yeah, and it was just like a big fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, just getting all fucking cut. Yeah, you know, he would like stand out and like, you know, get people walking like they were going to Hot Topic and Spencer Gifts. And uh, he, people would just be walking and he'd be like, hey, do you want to get fucking cut? You know, <laughs> and then the guy was like, I'm 14. Leave me alone. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Tim was Tim was doing great and he was staying fit and everything was awesome. Uh, however, it didn't mean that his life was without complications. Mm-hmm. Bill Pagano's daughter, Stephanie, started working as an aerobic instructor at Tim's gym. And Tim ended up noticing her. Because she was a spicy little number. Noticing that ass. All right. <clears throat> noticing that ass. Yeah. So um, is that is that what you were trying to do? I was I, I was I was about to say that, but <laughs> then I was like, oh, right, she's like seventeen in the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, like like halfway through ass, I remembered that I was like noticing that ass. Uh, uh, yeah, so that that's a thing. She she's seventeen years seven, old. She's seventeen and years old. Tim yes. is like what thirty one. Thirty one. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. So. She's only seventeen. So, um, uh, yeah, but this is how, not me, but this is how uh, Stephanie describes. She described as petite, bouncy, and like a cheerleader. Um, what do you think bouncy means? Hey, hey, I'm bouncy. Yeah, I think something it meant like she's that? like very like, yeah, 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 high energy or something. So I have a, so I have a TikTok account and I have this thing. Have you seen my OnlyFans? I'm bouncy all right i don't know so anyway so you just like you know what it is have you ever seen um just one of the guys that 1980s movie nope uh i have yeah so so she's like there's plenty of bouncy women in that and that's what she was she was bouncy mad bouncy um and you know tim was always pretty popular with the ladies and so uh her Stephanie and Tim hit it off. There was a problem, though. Do you know who who wants to guess what that problem was? Coitus. That probably. <laughs> I mean, that is that, a problem. You know, that's weird. Seventeen. It's weird that you say that because that was and was not the problem. The problem <laughs> was that Tim uh, had a wife and two children. Oh. You know, Legally speaking, though, Sketchy. and once again, I'm I'm only talking from a legality point of view. 
what he was doing was not illegal. You could be 17 years old no, and be in they a relationship. Said that, they said that in Missouri, you couldn't be 17. No, no in they fact, said they, they said they could. Oh, That's I, heard like that. a, I heard that wrong then. Okay. Yeah, that was like a specific thing where some guy like looked at the camera and be like, not illegal you know mm. in fact that's the i think that's when you dri- when you drive into missouri i think it goes missouri and their tagline is fuck all the r17 year olds it's totally cool <laughs> well i know in arkansas the age of consent is 16 well there you go yeah yeah so it's state by state anyway so a 16 year old can marry a 30 year old in arkansas i just think that if you're over 21 don't date anyone under 21 that's weird yeah and nobody nobody's disagreeing with you like just just straight up from like a legality standpoint yeah Yeah. totally yeah Yeah, like our team of lawyers agrees with us and (laughs) um anyway so but tim was in love but they were in love osa you know it was it's okay because it was true love it was true love yeah um Sounds like an argument Lauren Armstrong would make. Anyway, Tim was very in love, and, you know, he's acting like a kid. He's writing love letters. Um, Here's where it gets really weird. Uh, Tim gets Bill's blessing. Stephanie's father was like, this is okay. He was like, this is fine. This is fine. That's my daughter. You're like my son. Yeah. <laughs> no. Go for it. Yeah. It's not weird. It's Missouri. <laughs> it's your misery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's when you drive in the Missouri. I think the tagline is like sibling fucking place. Isn't that what it's, <laughs> the tagline is? West Virginia almost heaven. Missouri fuck your siblings. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, so so. But the problem, once again, was that, you know, uh, Tim was married and had two kids. So, who is Tim married to? Tim is married to a lady named uh, Patty Winfrey, who they actually met when they were both 17 in high school in 1973. They were high school sweethearts. Which do you think ever happens anymore? um, Maybe somewhere. High school age students like don't have sex anymore. Maybe in Hercules, Missouri. Yeah, they do. What are you talking about? They all stopped. They all stopped. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I know because I I know every single person in Generation Z. So, yeah, leave it to me. You know, I'm Nick Luna. Yeah, I'm the voice of reason. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but but it just. I'm not saying it. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure every now and then it happens, but I think it's a very rare thing nowadays. I think there's plenty of people that are getting pregnant at 17. Yeah, yeah, true. But but the whole idea of like... I mean, if you marry your high school sweetheart, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Uh... You, you heard it here, folks. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> You know, I mean, with that being said, I do have a friend in high school who married the only guy she's ever dated. And, and how I, are they doing? I think they're still married. I don't. I haven't talked to her in many years, but they're still married. Oh, as far so as I that know. friendship is a good one. You know, what, when it comes to love, like <laughs> you can't rule anything out. Like, like there's definitely like, you know, probably not. Like, if you meet someone that's 16, you probably aren't gonna be married when you're 40, but they're out there. Those people. I guess. Are out yeah. There. I guess it 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 happens sometimes. Yeah. 
Hey, it could happen. (laughs) So, so the key is you're probably fucking stupid, but you might not be. Yeah. So glad we clarified. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, they were voted uh, uh, most handsomest and prettiest. That's a that's a mouthful. And um, and basically, Tim gets Patty pregnant at seventeen. Good job, champ. (laughs) So they get married. And in 1978, uh, they moved to uh, Festus. And uh, basically, you know, Tim didn't have, like, a dream of being a police officer. His dream wasn't to, like, pull people people over and be like, I want to see your license. That wasn't a dream of his. But he did it to support his family, which is admirable. Yeah. Yeah. That's admirable. Two kids, wife, cop. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, thankfully, you know, we didn't hear about, like, any, like, domestic abuse with him and his wife. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, look. Yeah, I don't that's think just that was com- a thing. That's, that just a com- thing. that's just common amongst cops. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I'm just... It is, statistically. Okay, thanks for letting us Nick know. facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's somebody out there being like... I'm dating a cop. Oh my god! No, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden he comes home and he's like, Nick Luna says that you fucking want to hit me. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, Who's Nick Luna? I don't even know what you t- get the fuck away from me. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Nick. You just broke up a happy marriage. <laughs> all right. <laughs> god damn it. So, uh, it's 1988. Uh, uh. But he's in '88. He's more than a police officer. He's a huge success now, mm-hmm. right? Got got the gym. Got he's the chief operating officer at this private uh, security firm. He's he's doing well, living the American dream. Two kids. Hell yeah. Um, probably a dog and or a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when he decides to fuck up his life and start having a affair with the daughter of his boss and <laughs> that affair turned out to be an open open secret like everybody knew yeah like they tried to keep it a secret at first but just everyone knew yeah it, it seemed yeah, you would just look oh sorry you were saying her oh uh, i was just gonna say it it seems like like they didn't even try that hard yeah 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 you look over at them and you're like oh they fucked it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it 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 was um i think what happened was uh uh, the two of them were seen uh, getting lunch together, and then he woke up. He walked up to um, one of his friends, and he goes, "I'm not fucking her." And that's when everyone knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see that girl I was just eating with? <laughs> Guess who's not fucking her? <laughs> this guy. It's me. Who has who has two thumbs and not having an affair with his wife? This guy right here. <laughs> Um, no, but but it was it was basically like an open secret, and I think one of the reasons it was an open secret is because Bill, his boss, basically didn't give a shit. Um, so he starts having an affair. Uh, you know, everyone knows about it, and finally his wife Patty confronts him about it, and then um, Tim admits to it, and then Patty brings the kids in. Oh, yeah, this is harsh. (laughs) And she's like, you need to tell them 
what's going on? Yeah, he was like, you need to tell him. And then essentially the kids were like, yeah, dad, we already know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then Patty feels like a real dickhead. No, the son was like, yeah, no, like, um, it, you kind of, uh, uh, it, I kind of figured it out when you were like, you know, like sticking your tongue down her throat, you know, with her fucking dad in the office. Anyway. He's just like sitting in the corner smoking cigars and you're like, wow, this is a strange family. Yeah. It it did, you know, in, you know what, I might kind of, this might be just like what the producer of the show wanted us to think, but there what seemed to be like a, kind of a weird dynamic between Bill, his daughter, and Tim, it, 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 they had this one scene where you're like, that's kind of weird that all three of them would just be like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's we're, we're probably just suckers. Right? And, and there is the magic of television. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's probably the producer being like, all right, this never happened. Yeah. But let's make it seem like it happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because because this story is fucking boring. <laughs> um, so Stephanie would basically flirt uh, with, uh, with Tim and everybody saw it. And... Um, he, he had a lot of fights with his wife about the affair. And th this was... And, and then he would end up saying, look, I'm going to leave Stephanie. And this was sort of like a a, a cycle of and like on again, just off bullshit. Again. Yeah. 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 So... I think... I believe they described it as a painful series of breakups and rec reconciliations. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it just, just sounded like the... Um, shittiest sort of relationship you ever had off okcupid ever you know yeah um, <laughs> so stephanie <clears throat> at this point stephanie didn't want the relationship to end so stephanie at this point kind of also got pretty up in tim's face and now he's just you know like talk about like getting shit on on both sides not that he doesn't deserve it obviously but like right just bam 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 you know he brought this upon himself it, it, yes it's like patty and stephanie playing like a tennis match and you know tim's the tennis ball just and it's the uh uh venus and uh, i don't know Serena, nothing about William. tennis yeah but those those ladies who playing against each other and they're <laughs> sisters and they're some of the world's best and, and like, yeah and they're just beating the shit out of that tennis ball yeah you know? yeah and like Tim's and they only have like, one tennis ball it's not like the other matches where there's like a million tennis balls yeah, there's no, only one and its name is tim todd yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay Two great first analogy names, yes. all right, yeah okay <laughs> Are you saying we should stop? Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, there was um, pressure from Bill to get a divorce. You know, at this point, Bill was kind of like telling people, like, this guy's going to be my new son-in-law. So it, so Bill was also putting pressure on Tim at this point. This is the part. <laughs> this is the part where I should, like, bring in a little dramatic tension. According, wow. according to Bill. Tim came to him and he said patty my wife i want her dead <gasps> right mm. dun, dun, dun. What? so basically tim was like hey you know father we're you're basically my father and like all father and sons um kill my wife 
You know, <laughs> let's plot a murder let's together, murder. Dad. And, and so Bill, being not only uh, head of a security firm, but also being an ex-police officer, says okay, but he starts recording these meetings with Tim and secrets. And you know, so and we we get to hear some of these conversations. And once again, this is only what we heard in the show, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first couple conversations, it really sounds like it sounds like Bill is on board, but it also sounds like he's trying to kind of talk Tim out of this, right? So, so there's a conversation between him and Bill, and Bill asked Tim, uh, "What about the kids? Aren't the kids going to be like super fucked up?" And the kids were like, or, "And the and Tim was like, yeah, of course, you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to be tough, but." gotta do it we'll get through it yeah and it turned out that tim had another motive uh see tim had a life insurance on um patty uh not only did he have a life insurance but dependent on how she died uh he would get paid more so so if they made it look like an accident accident. it would be twice as much two hundred thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars and um, and there was another recording that they showed us, and I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, so this is Bill. Dude, what the fuck? If you want $2,000, I'll just give it to you. And then this is Tim. Uh, that ain't gonna fix the problem, friendo. And <laughs> I just, I just... I just, uh, I added that part That's in there. That's not going to fix the problem, friendo. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically a, a, a screenplay dude, so, you know. That's some pretty solid dialogue, bro. I, I wrote No Country for Old Men. And the fucking Coen <laughs> brothers took took the credit for it. Wow, rude. Hey, so your name's Cormac McCarthy? Bastards. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, yeah, he was like, Look, if you want $2,000, I'll give you $2,000. You don't have to kill your wife. And then uh, Tim says... $200,000. 200000 yeah. And then Tim says, um, no, that's not... That doesn't get rid of the problem. She's still going to be a pain in my ass. So they start going along with the murder. So... And, and, and talking about, like, how they should plot it out. So right now we're in the spring of 1990. Um, and at this point... Uh, Tim's marriage also reached another boiling point. Patty finds out again that uh, Tim was like, remember how I said I would stop seeing Stephanie? Well, I didn't, you know? Yeah, and his son was like, I saw him at that point, and I was just like, used an asshole. Yeah, yeah, so he says that in the... Yeah. In the show, he was and, like, and the son kind of looks like he also went the bodybuilding route. Yeah, yeah, he does. The son's pretty buff. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm sure like, it's partly partly genetics, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, she was like, he's kind of buff, and you know, has kind of like, you know, golden hair. And kind this, of, you know, you know, it's very sensual face. Like, yeah, and like, but, yeah. yeah, his hands look like they would be rough and rigid, but they're so yeah. soft when they're yeah. touching my body. Like, have you ever seen like, have you ever seen like, the sunset, and it looks like kind of like, God drew it, like that's sort of what that's it looked what like, like when you look into his eyes. Yeah. You know, 
<laughs> it's the most beautiful thing no. I've ever anyway, seen. Anyway, what we're trying to say is like, oh, so fucking chill out, all right? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> nothing. All right. So anyway. Um, yeah. So, so like at this point, uh, Tim is like, we really have to go through with this now because, you know, my wife is crazy. Um, Bill is still at this point trying to like kind of talk him out of it. You know, uh, but it doesn't really work. So finally he says, all right, this is what you got to do. You got to give me five grand up front to give to the killers. And that day, you know, there is a witness, a bank teller that said that Tim took out five grand. Oh, shit. Mm. And gave it to Bill Pagano to give to the hitman. Mm -hmm. um, so Bill tells Tim uh, that... Just because Patty is going to die, just because Patty is dead, doesn't mean that he could automatically be with Stephanie out of nowhere. Yeah. Stephanie still got to finish school until, you know, she gets... And also, that, I mean, that's good thinking on his part, seeing as how that would look pretty sketchy if the wife dies and then the next day the two of them are together just out in the open. 100%. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things in this, in this story... Well, well, we'll actually have this conversation later. But yes, that makes a lot of sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. You know, hey, you know, um, I get that your goal is to, like, uh, you know, marry a successful murderer. But let's have a backup plan. You know, <laughs> how about comedian? You know, all right. So. Uh, you have to get your degree first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you can marry your murderer. Yeah. Get a degree first and, you know, and then you can do whatever you want. You know, like, uh, madam of some, like, brothel downtown. Yeah, Anything, yeah, you know? Stuff with turquoise. You know, but learn how to code first. So. <laughs> uh, I so, love turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> do something with turquoise in New Mexico. So That's but, what I want to do. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> so, uh, but but essentially, Bill is like, regardless, you have my blessing. So now we're in mid-March 1990. Bill tells Tim that he needs a current picture of Patty. Otherwise, you know, someone might murder the wrong blonde lady. So yeah. they discuss a date on when it would be good for the hitman to kill his wife. And they decided that the best date would be when the kids were with Tim. This mm -hmm. way he has an alibi. And it just so happened that Tim had to be at a bodybuilding build, body competition. And I don't know where this place is, but it's called Cape Garado. Cape Garado? G-I-R-A-R-D-E-A-U. Garado? Grotto? Sure. Well, who cares? Yeah. But anyway, but but anyway, uh, the point is, Tim is going to be somewhere with his kids that his wife isn't going to be. That's all you need to know for this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he was doing a bodybuilding competition. Um, bodybuilding. So, uh, so he was like, that could be my alibi. Uh, so they want to make it look like an accident. So they start talking about like different things that like maybe they could use to like make it look like an accident he, like falling downstairs exactly which yeah apparently the staircase 
like didn't come out yet because otherwise there'd have been like that's a fucking stupid idea nobody dies falling downstairs that never happens yeah unless, unless you're, you're like 80 yeah 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 so that would have been dumb um they talk about suicide uh tim said that his wife did talk about suicide but it only would have really worked if he if she talked about suicide to other people yeah um he talked about blacking out but that didn't make much sense uh, they talked about medication, but once again, none of this sounds p- plausible to me. Yeah. Sure. And here's the scariest thing. One of the their ideas was for her to burn to death in a tanning bed. Oh, yeah, that's horrific. Yeah, yeah, that's horrifying. I mean, I never... They, they're literally just talking about cooking her. Yeah. I, th- I think... insane. To I think, death. I think they use that vocabulary. I think Tim's like, you mean cooking? A cooking? <laughs> <laughs> you mean cooking her? You're like, like oh, medium rare, you know. Um, That'd be such a terrible way to go. Yeah, no, this sounds just slow and horrible. Awful. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So so it's really 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 fucked up. I've never been in a tanning bed. Um. They force you to get naked. I mean that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it's also like tanning bed like have you been in a ta- i've never either- been in a tanning bed okay. i i went do you in see a- me yeah <laughs> I mean, I, like you you have like a george hamilton tan so you're good a george what, hamilton what the what fuck that? does that mean yeah what does that it, mean it's where you look like orange <laughs> man man what a charmer you are Nick. that is the opposite of the truth i'm like could I be any more pale? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think you're pale. I think you are. I'm very pale. Have you ever looked? Are, have you seen me? Well, maybe it's only because I'm pale, but I think you have a natural hue color. No. Yeah. I, don't, okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is, like, you don't look <laughs> albino, and that's good. We're about the same. I'm a little lighter than you. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> look at You're much more pink than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because he's been in a tanning bed, haven't you, you son yeah. of a bitch? <laughs> yeah. You tell us what it's like. Oh, it's wonderful. We need to know. <laughs> anyway, it's... It, it's I mean, like an isolation chamber. I, I remember... Um, yeah, it sounds a little claustrophobic. So, so th- I was like a freshman in college, and uh, I had a friend who was like talking about going to Florida, and he's like, so I'm going down to this like tanning salon, you know, just to get a base. And then I said... Let's not talk to each other anymore. Like that's insane. Like why? You know. <laughs> the only time I went tanning was when I was like fourteen, and myself and my family were like going to the Caribbean on a family trip, and I was so pale that my dad was like, "You need a base tan." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, that's... I'm like the type of person who, at the beach, I I bring like a giant bottle of sunscreen with it with me and i'm just like constantly spraying it on myself because i I get i get i get burned very easily no Mm -hmm. that's 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 awesome like um 100 in fact like uh jessica's like i'm putting on some sunscreen now and she like tells me i should do that too like even with the fucking uvs like the the sunlight's just like get through those clouds you know and they're Mm -hmm, your face mm Yes, I am. I am pro wearing sunscreen on your face every yeah. day. But you know, I try but, to get makeup that has sunscreen in it. But then, but then I'm like, don't tell me how to live. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so th- they're talking about all these like horrible ways that she could die, and they talk, and they, that would be the worst. <laughs> that would be the worst, and they say it with like absolutely 
no consideration or remorse whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Bill says that he'll meet the hitman. Um, he, he says, I'm going to take these fi- this $5,000 you gave me and I'm going to meet the hitman for a down payment. So now uh, we jump to March 26, 1990. There was a 911 call made. Um, and the guy who makes the 911 call says, shots have been fired. Someone is dead in my garage. And it's so, all very calm. Yeah. No, he's very cool. There, there's a part where like the, the, the 911 operator was like, so you want ambulance? And he was like, no. That's not going to help. That's not going to help. Yeah. Um, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was like, okay. Oh, right. If if he was really cool, if it was like an action movie, he'd be like, more like a priest. You know, that's what they say. <laughs> like, yeah, more like the undertaker. Yeah, it's like, get an ambulance. You know, I'm going to get you priest because that's for the last rites. Because that's the thing people do because we're in Missouri. And I'm assuming he's Christian. Yeah. Because it's Missouri, so chances are probably pretty high is. So anyway, (laughs) um, the police show up, and it turns out the residence is actually at Bill Pagano's former police chief. In the garage of Bill Pagano's house, they find a dead body shot in the face, and that dead body belonged to... Tim Todd. What? what? Twist. 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 Can we do the? Do you know that meme from World Star Hip Hop where where it's just like a bunch beep, of people beep, beep, going like, is that people going crazy? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I, so anyway, they find Tim Todd dead. They start mad dead, huge corpse. They start looking at the <laughs> women, the women in his life. Oh God. Yeah, that is one big corpse. (laughs) (laughs) What a a big, veiny corpse that is. Just a bigger wreck corpse. How do we remove it? It's too heavy. Uh, Let's get some piano movers or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to get that. Nothing. Okay. So. (laughs) Are you talking about his D? No, I well the way you said corpse, like it made it, it to me it was like the, it, you saying cock, so it was like what a big veiny corpse that is. Oh, <laughs> I see, I see. So anyway, uh, Steph was questioned by the police, and it turns out that Steph um, was uh, very upset, and it turned out that there was actually a witness that prior to the day that Tim was murdered, there was a witness that saw Steph actually drag Tim out of his um uh Jim uh, Jim, yes, and and just scream at him like in the side. Screaming and pointing. Pointing and in poking the chest. him in the chest. Poking him in the chest. There's and then lot, he was yelling back. There's a lot of chest poking. There's in this a story. ton of chest poking. Lots of yeah. chest poking. Um so there's that. So the police were like, you might be crazy, Steph. So uh Chest poke. Yeah. Just so they, spoke. So they have that. Uh, and then they were also looking at Patty, you know, so, mm-hmm. so you're always looking at like the women in, in this dude's life, the girlfriend and the wife. Yeah. yeah. And they he both had, have motives. He had, uh, tumultuous relationships with both of them. I know. Yeah. Just, just crazy, 
crazy kids just trying to make it in this world yeah just you know <laughs> just just two kids that like the fuck trying to make it legal <laughs> legalize sex so uh but neither steph or patty the wife or girlfriend was a suspect for long to the police because really quickly Bill Pagano stepped forward and said, and I'm quoting here, I had to murder his ass. No, I had to kill his ass. <laughs> I had to kill his ass. I had, I had to murder his ass. I'm Bill Pagano. I had to kill his ass. To, there we go. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for coming in, Mr. Pagano. Uh, what is it that you want to tell us, the police? <laughs> that I, I, I had, had to, to kill, kill his ass. ass. Bill Pagano had to kill his ass, Bill Pagano. <laughs> I'm Bill Pagano. I'm a short fat guy that had to kill his ass. <laughs> you guys got these cigars. <laughs> You're you should get to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> You're so close. Yeah. Alright, so Everyone was was shocked that Pagano was the one who killed him um, because, you know, they were like father and son. And Bill comes up with this story. He claims that it wasn't murder. He killed him, but it wasn't murder. Bill tells the police about the tapes that he was making. He says he made the tapes uh, to use as sort of leverage to get Tim into a mental health facility. So almost like kind of a blackmail thing, yeah, a little bit, like a mm -hmm. positive blackmail, a yeah, white male. Yeah, not to hurt him, just being like, "Look, you need to go. I got these things. If you don't go, you're fucked." Yeah, yeah. So you can either go to jail or you can go to a mental institution and get help. That's exactly what he told the police, and he said, "Which sounds like a pretty nice, you know, like mentory type thing to do." Exactly. Which which makes complete sense because yeah. Bill and Tim. I mean, this is like father son. The hundredth time we said it, but yeah, it's a father son thing. Yeah, but also it's like if you're Bill Pagano, you've got to be a little bit scared at this point because you're like, oh, he's he wants he's legitimately wants to kill this person. What if he hurts me? What if he hurts my daughter? Like yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of he kind of needed to maybe blackmail him for safety reasons. One hundred percent. White male or yellow male or any male. You need to mail Blackmail. Black <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, he was making the tapes. Uh, you know, he was also making these tapes just in case anything went to court, which is smart. It's, that's a smart thing to do. That's a cop thing mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. And, um, and he's blaming this all on steroids. Um, he, he was like, Tim was bulking up for a competition, uh -huh. and the steroids made him go just fucking berserk. Roid rage. Yeah. And and this is yep. all this is all fitting. This makes sense based on everything everyone is saying. So Bill says that Tim came to the house the day he was murdered. He came to the house under a ruse, mm -hmm. you know, and the ruse was. Uh, come to my house to give me a photo of Patty to give to the hitman. Um, at that point, this is when Bill, uh, th they're in the garage. He's like, give me the, give me the photo, right? And I guess um, Bill made some excuse to leave. And when he comes back, he's holding a shotgun. And he says, basically, I have a shotgun. You're under arrest, right? I need Which to get you to a mental health facility. Like a fucking terrible idea. Yeah, it you is. You know? 
Uh, but that, in especially reason- considering that like Tim is such a large person, exactly, yeah. he could definitely physically overpower Bill. Yeah. Yes. Danny yeah. DeVito as Bill. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we're talking about? We're talking about like a tragic ending to the movie Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's what we're talking about here. I yeah. mean, I, I'm surprised it took me that long to think of that, but that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, and you're right, it was a terrible idea, and I'll tell you why it's a terrible idea. Because basically, when Bill came out with a shotgun, uh, Tim just went fucking nuts. Right, he started screaming like a madman, and he dove behind his car. And at this point, Bill was scared for his life, and he thought Tim was going for a gun. Remember that Tim used to be a cop, and in that state of fear, he fired and shot him in the face twice, mm-hmm. twice, <laughs> twice, yeah, twice. Uh, so. Uh, and, and basically, because he said he wasn't sure if he missed the first time or not, so exactly. he went for a second. Which you know, it, it, it's true. It, like sometimes you know, you he's a cop. You got to make sure that they're like not a threat anymore. Yeah. Not only that, but but it's like basically like none of us really can talk about being in a situation where you have to shoot someone because we've never even been remotely in anything like that. Yeah. But I personally tried to avoid putting myself in such situations. I think everyone, I think everyone does. <laughs> but but I think I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. If if I was ever in that situation and I had a gun and I was like forced to shoot someone, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be like I'll just shoot him in the knee. In this way, he can't move and everything's fine. I think that's what I would do. No, you wouldn't. You would shoot him in the fucking face as right many times as you can. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, right in the kisser. That's what fear does. When, like, Fear is just like one of those things where like, fight or flight, this is my only option. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna worry I'm about gonna this shit I'm gonna shoot him in the kneecap. Dude. So that they can't fucking move. Yeah, well, this guy's a giant, and then you shoot him at the kneecap. That just makes him angry. That, and, no, and that shatters sh- his knee. No, no, <laughs> no, no. The no. guy is unstoppable <laughs> now. No. Both of you would shoot this guy in the motherfucking face a million times. That is what would happen. <laughs> that is what would happen. That is what would happen. I have seen the future. I've seen- <laughs> Come on. Like, okay, so, like, first off, like, you know, for someone to, like, in that very panic situation, be like, I'm just going to shoot him in the knee or the foot. Do you know how, like, you have to be, like, some sort of, like, expert marksman who, like, never gets scared ever. Is that any of us? I no. Know that is not. Absolutely not. Yeah. But that's shoot what him I in would... the face. Okay. I would like to think that if I were in that situation, I would aim for a non-lethal part of the body. I'm sure everyone would. But here's... The reality of the situation. You either shoot him in the face or he's going to do something terrible to you. One or the other. Like, if you don't want to catch a case, you shoot him in the face. You might shoot him in the knee, but it's going to be a total fluke. Right? You might yeah. shoot him in the knee, but it's it's only because you like weren't looking because you're like firing behind a trash can or something. Yeah. Anyway, I don't I'm know. I'm just Ma- saying, I would, try to, I would try to do that. I'd rather disable a person than kill them no 
everybody would. That's and not my point. No matter <laughs> where you shoot them, it's gonna fucking hurt. They're not. you They're not gonna like attack you after you shoot them. He's I'm, on steroids. I am not saying. <laughs> what I, I'm not saying that like we would rather shoot someone in the face as opposed to the knee. Like n- nobody here wants to kill someone. I'm saying. When you get in a situation where it's like 100% fight or flight, you're going to die or you got to do something, you don't have the the calmness and foresight to be like, let's just point for the knee and this way no one has to die. Your brain is just like going, fuck, you know, and when you're going, fuck, you're not like, fuck, you know what? I'm just gonna aim for right here. Just a little, you know. Just a little you're just. You're, All right, whatever. Yeah. You're like, you're like, oh my god, where's the trigger? Is this the trigger? Is that the guy? Beep, 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 beep. Where's the noise coming from? His yeah. mouth, face, face, face. Yeah. <laughs> torso, torso, torso. <laughs> yeah. Well, although uh, never, not, never to uh, piss you guys off too much. <laughs> that is not what we were saying. Not just at all. Joking. I'm right. just joking. I mean, who knows? Like once again, like I don't know. Maybe you're like fucking Rambo, and under pressure, you're like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, just like walking like under fire, being like, "I'm cool." Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how I would. <laughs> no one does. act in such a situation. Yeah. Never been in anything close to that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, officer said that Pagano was weeping during this conversation. You know, being like, "I killed my pretend son." And I mean, I'm sure those were some honest tears. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they Maybe. were too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, were they? Or were they? Dun dun dun. <laughs> World star hip hop. <laughs> uh, so, but the evidence, and and the evidence supports bill's version of self-defense uh they found the picture they found the picture of uh patty that he mm-hmm. that tim was going to give give bill mm-hmm. and they also found a gun a, a handgun a revolver next to um tim so it looked like he was going for a weapon yeah and so it's very plausible that it could have been self-defense however however <laughs> but you know uh but um, the medical examiner finds that the wound to Tim's head, the back of his head, was a entry wound. What that means essentially is that the first time Bill shot Tim, it was in the back of the head, right? So we couldn't have been like... So Tim was running away. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. He was running away. It was an exit wound. So that was the first... Uh, time that the uh, cops were like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot outsmart hey. us. Hey, hey, don't leave yet. You got something to ask you. <laughs> um, so the evidence show that the first shot was to the back of the head. Second shot was to the face. So talking about making sure the job is done. Um, so it's, to the cops, it started looking less like self-defense. It looks like Tim was uh, fleeing. Investigators find also find that there are no fingerprints on the handgun the revolver that was dropped next to tim so they were like this gun was probably planted Mm -hmm. right so that was like talk about a huge fuck up you know chief of police yeah come come on man yeah really should have covered all his bases which he did not nope also 
um, there was no recording. Yeah, there, every other time there was a recording. Why yeah. would he not record this one? Exactly. Murder. You know. So, um, around this time that the tide starts to turn against our, mm-hmm. our, our good buddy, Bill. Bill Pagano. Bill Pagano. Bill, come on. Not Bill Pagano. What a fun name to say. Pagano. I know. I love it. Yeah. But around this time, Patty, which is uh, Bill's wife, Tim's wife, Patty, which is Tim's wife, starts saying that, like, Bill was kind of pressuring Tim to marry Stephanie. Like, not just pressuring him, but saying shit like, if you don't divorce your wife and marry Stephanie, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you. Which is fucked up. Yeah, yeah that's know. weird. Like, why Why does he care? Because mm-hmm. it's his daughter. I know, but why does he want him... I mean, it's not like not like Tim was this like stand up guy. He's like cheating on his wife with the daughter. So like why why? Let's the, let's definitely like um debate this in a second. Okay. okay. Um but it's it's basically almost done, so so on the last day of his life, uh he, Patty says that Bill said to him, If I don't marry Stephanie, um Bill's gonna kill me. So she believes Tim was just basically playing along to Bill. If whether or not that's right, who knows, right? Uh, there was also another witness, a 12-year-old girl, who said that 24 hours prior to Tim's murder, Bill Pagano brought Tim Todd out and started screaming at him, doing the whole finger Pointy in the chest finger, thing, chest poking thing. him in the chest, poking him in chest and yelling. Right, same, and that was the same day that. Stephanie was yelling at him, poking him in the chest. Yes. Yeah. So the day of the chest pokes. So, so he's really getting it from all the Paganos. <laughs> just got some <laughs> bruises on his chest. Yeah. Uh, your, little little circles. Your fucking daughter pressed me in the chest a second ago. <laughs> Jesus, Bill. <laughs> and apparently Tim was Tim said, uh, she, and we don't know the entire conversation, but this is according to the witness. Tim said she's a grown woman. And Bill said, it has to stop. It has to stop. Uh, We don't know the context to what those statements mean. Mm -hmm. So it's all speculation, basically. But regardless, um, they found another motive. And that motive was basically 115, no, uh, $1.5 million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So Bill Picano had a... Bill Life Pagano had. I'll just let you tell it. <laughs> yeah. So, so the his company took out a life insurance policy on Tim Todd for 150 million dollars, and since Pagano, oh, would, 1.5 million dollars. Yes, you're right. Yep. Thank God we have her. You know, yeah. just think about all the mistakes we made before she was on. Uh, 1.5 million dollars. Um, and and since he was the sole um, stock owner of this company, that. Entire money would have just been right into his pocket. Nice. It's a lot of money. A lot, a lot that, of cheddar. Yeah, that's a, a lot chunk of cheddar. <laughs> so Bill uh, Pagano got all the cheddar. Yeah, Pagano. Like, yeah, they call him Mr. Cheese around yeah, here. Yeah, call me, call me Cheddar Pagano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway. I, I, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway. Bill was ended up being charged with murder on April of 1990. 1991, 
uh, Bill Pagano was found guilty of second-degree murder. He was sentenced to 23 years in prison. However, uh, the, the judge decided that while he appeals this decision, he could stay out of prison. Mm. So we actually stayed out of prison for three years. That's mm. crazy. It is. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I never uh, heard that before. It's a cop thing. Yes, oh, yeah, probably. you're right. You're right. That's what it is. Totally. But uh, his decision, his conviction was upheld. So in 1994, the police went to escort him to prison. So they come up. They go, hey, dude, so you need to go to prison. Uh, come to prison with us. And then Bill Pagano says, got it. Uh, let me change. I don't like this shirt. So let's. Let me get maybe some sneakers Let's, as well. Let me just switch up the look a little, you know? Yeah. I'll be right back. And um, so he changed his shoes, and then he changed his shirt, and then he blew his brains out in that yep. order. Yep. yep. Yeah. And he killed himself. He killed himself. Yeah. 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 And uh, which makes so much sense. He's, mm-hmm. the, he's the chief of police. Like, if he went to prison, he would have been so fudged. Yeah. Fudged right up the hiney. Yeah. He would be passed around like a doobie at a doobie brothers concert. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that's it, but I want to I yeah. want I want a second to because this is a this is What's cool about this case is that I see totally both sides of this case. It's it's not Unlike most cases, I don't think this is black and white whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know. I I think uh, Bill Pagano's story is a little far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Like, his plan that he came up with to, like, do a citizen's arrest and take this guy to a mental hospital? No. Come on. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that is... That, oh. if, that what, if that is what he was actually doing, stupid idea. Very dumb. Yeah. Like, that- like oh... Let's just, you know, confront this, um, you know, monster, uh, mentally unstable giant mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see what happens. It's going to be fine. Yeah. No. So that that makes a lot of sense. Playing devil's advocate. Osa brings up a great point and. It's a it's a solid argument, and you know what my my argument won't be as strong as hers, but it's just that all right. So I don't have a good reason why he wouldn't tape record his final conversation. Other than that, you know, this was the part where he was like, you know, I'm taking him to the prison. So what's the point of recording him? Yeah, that I get, yeah. but. As far as like the getting shot in the back of the head, right? If if I'm a small fat guy, right? Which is n- not that tough for people to see. All you know, I'm almost there. I'm just not that fat. But anyway, <laughs> don't worry, you'll get there. Just keep trying. I'll, I'll do my best. I'm get, I'm I'm doing pretty well. But anyway, if if I had a monster in front of me, like a fucking psycho in front of me. Right, and I'm holding him at gunpoint, and I'm scared shitless, right? And I'm like, put your hands up, blah, 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 right? And all of a sudden, he makes a move to the back of his car. I'm going to shoot 
because I'm scared shitless. Yeah, if yeah. you think he's going to go get a gun, that makes yeah. sense. So just because it was in the back of the head didn't mean that it wasn't because... It didn't mean it was because it premeditated. It might have just meant he was scared shitless. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, that's why... I, I think I was telling you this. That's why, like, second-degree murder actually makes a lot of sense to yeah. me. Because it might have not been premeditated, but he also should have known better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if if that was his plan, it was a stupid plan that ended up leading to somebody getting killed. <laughs> he should be punished yep. for that. Yes. <laughs> you know who's the real um, uh, yeah, villain here? It's the institution of marriage. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, you know, like I say that in jest, but come on. But anyway... But also, like, bodybuilding. Like, if the dude really was on steroids, that actually would, like, make a lot of sense. Because oh, yeah. steroids are fucking crazy. Yeah. And people on steroids are fucking yeah. irrational. Yeah. You know what's insane is that, like... So here, you've never done steroids. I I've know. never done... I, I've always thought that's that, too. That's not the insane part. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, what's insane... The insane part is that the bodybuilding is supposed to be, like, this sport that is supposed to, like, promulgate health and, and clean living and clean yeah living. and it's like one of the, like kind of the most deadliest sports like everyone dies in their fucking 30s and 40s because they're shooting up their shit with shit and then they don't drink water for the next like four days you know it's mm-hmm. just crazy Nuts. yeah for sure anyway that's all i got that's all i got too man so i feel like we hit it pretty well yeah Hell yeah. Totally. All right. Well, uh, we already did the plugs, but loveisamazing.com and uh, IG is... At loveisamazingpodcast. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 (laughs) Love is amazing. But it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.